Welcome to another episode of Provoke, the podcast that takes a provocative look at advertising as a whole. I am your host, Brian Wilder, and we have Kelsey Shalou in the West Coast studio. How you doing, Kelsey? Hey, I'm doing good. Happy October. Yeah. And for the first time in like 20 years of my life, it actually feels like October Ooh, 1st. Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely topped out at about 92 degrees here in, in Orlando. <laughs> so I'm dying slowly. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to melt before the fall ever truly arrives to the uh, the southeast. Um, but, you know, fingers crossed. High hopes. Well, hopefully you'll feel a little bit more october by the end of this episode. I mean, if I drink enough October-inspired beers, it'll all feel the same. You know. You know. So, speaking of which, um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, seasonality in advertising, right? Um, you know, yeah. everybody's feeling cozy. It's cozy season. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of, and there's a lot of uh, fall-centric, fall-related advertising that's uh, kind of been popping up here and there. Um, so, to kind of just kick it off, let's let's kind of just talk about some of the the, the major themes. That we tend to see a lot in fall-based advertising. Um, I know that I, I did see a, um, oh gosh, what was it? Um, Sam Adams has already rolled out their Oktoberfest, you know, their seasonal beer. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that there, there, there was a up, there's an uptick in a lot of like back-to-school um uh related commercials and advertising. So, I mean, that's kind of just par for the course year over year. Um, have, yeah. have, have, there, have there been any kind of um, ads or any campaigns that you've seen in the past few weeks specifically that kind of just like that you saw it and you're like, oh, OK, it's it's fall, it's, it's it's fall, fall. now. I feel like the the Rainer, which you already like gave it gave it a little introduction, but I feel like Starbucks owns this block of seasonality. <laughs> um I feel like, and Target too, maybe, but I feel like Starbucks, because there's, they don't have that as many products as, you know, something like Target right. might, um, right. and they're obviously pretty well known for their fall infused beverages. Um, so, I, I mean, I have seen a lot of, I think that they were kind of the first people and they almost started like mid-September and it's just like, oh, we're here. Like pretty soon we're going to start seeing Christmas decorations in stores, which I feel like probably is already a thing some, at some places, but they did, um... Uh, I saw the first one that I can really remember that stands out was on Instagram. They Starbucks like itself posted a carousel post, meaning that you could swipe and see and view. Um, I think it was four images mm -hmm. and it was um, based on regions. They found people's favorite off the menu, like fall adaptation drinks like customized drinks right um and so you know in northeast it was like very very like warm you know all hot beverages and as you kind of got down to the southern regions and even you know southwestern regions they were all ice drinks and um it was kind of cool to see them take a peek at what their you know customers and users are getting off the menu and kind of uh, remixing it to be their own favorite. Mm -hmm. um, so that was pretty cool. And that was kind of the kickoff of it. But, um, you know, there's in one of the other like themes of fall advertising, which is it's not necessarily fall based advertising, but in the fall, there's lots of um, fashion shows. So you yeah. have, um, you know, the you September, know, big September issue for Vogue and 
Yeah. yeah, so you're getting like they're not necessarily like pumpkin spice leaf like advertisements, but there are there's like a huge um, part of the world revolving around fall, you know, fall lines and fall, um, you know, magazine prints and all the fashion shows that were over in Europe and even in New York just recently. So, um, right, you know, you kind of get mixed into that whole thing and. Um, yeah, and you you had mentioned Sam Adams. Is there anything else that you've seen that kind of sparked your pumpkin spice? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know what that means. Like, where where on the body would my pumpkin spice even be located? Um, I, <laughs> I mean, there there wasn't anything in particular. Well, I mean, Reese's peanut butter cup. They they they're already mm-hmm. they've rolled out their iconic Halloween ads. Yeah, they were. Which are, which are, that's and see that's when I know the seasons have changed when mm. Reese's puts out their their peanut butter cup um, commercials for the year, and I'm like, okay, all right, now it's time to go buy the it's big bags of candy. Um, it, uh, you know, it's time to get spooky, and you know the the seasons have finally changed. Man, granted, in when you're in uh, in a st- an area like Florida. Uh, it's it's a little different, you know. People are still walking around wearing shorts and sundresses, and you know, going to the beach on the weekend was crazy. But <laughs> I think it, it wasn't. It's not necessarily aside from Reese's, but it's not necessarily a type of commercial or a type of of ad for me. It's more so just like the formatting. Um, and so yeah. we've talked about nostalgia in past episodes and how it is a huge motivating factor for our generation well my generation specifically um you know we millennials especially aging millennials we we tend to to long to to a degree one degree or another we tend to long for the 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 90s and 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 the early aughts back when things were much simpler far less far less complicated than than they are now that we're adults um Mm. So there have been a lot of there have been a lot of ad, ads that that talk about like that that kind of hinge on nostalgia and and family. Um, I know Publix mm-hmm. did they they already Publix. If you're not familiar with Publix, it's a regional shopping chain uh, in the found in the southeast right. that's that slings some of the them. the best subs in the world. Sorry, Subway, um, but they 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 released their their thanksgiving their thanksgiving commercials and so it was kind of just like mm-hmm. it was it was like a one two combo of like nostalgia plus like family time you're just like oh man you know you you kind of have to you know i had i pretty much had to eat my feelings after I, I saw that 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 commercial so it's it's more so not not necessarily a specific ad but again it's that that idea of, of playing off of nostalgia and i think that's just going to be a trend for until that that'll be a, the trend until millennials finally age out and become the new gen <laughs> x so yeah um i feel like I feel like, uh, well, one, Publix does always, they have incredible seasonal ads, like even like minor one day holidays, like Valentine's Day and stuff. For sure. You, know, you kind of group October or Thanksgiving, Halloween and Christmas. They're, that's kind of like a three season long holiday that you see in, um, you know, kind of consumer trends, especially advertising and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then that nostalgic is, you, you're right. It's not so much like what is what you see in the ad. It's not so much about the colors in the ad or anything like that, but more about the format of them. And a lot of them, and this kind of goes all the way to Christmas of these big, um, you know, well-known brands that produce seasonal content. It's 
um, it's almost always kind of that same thing, like Coca-Cola at Christmas time. Like, right. you know what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like. And it might sound a little different, but it's going to have that very, you know, similar right. message. And that's kind of like the Reese's Halloween ads. They're kind of always the same thing. And once they hit, you're like, ah, it's yeah. here. But um, I think when you, this kind of takes us maybe into um, a, a different conversation, but when you have like these big almost landmarks of a season or a holiday or something, I feel like content gets a lot better actually because it's um, a little bit more dialed in as opposed to just like, so what's going to, what are we going to talk about this month or what, you know, what, what are we going to pitch this month when there's um, something like October and Halloween and the introduction back to fall, um, your conversation kind of widens but also narrows in on this like these kind of specifics and um personally for me in in looking at october content calendars for social media Mm -hmm. um it seems it's a lot it's it's almost more like fun and 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 um creative because there's like this very specific central idea and focus that you're gonna be writing about talking about to consumers and they're obviously going to be in that mix too so um I feel like that's actually been a lot of fun. And in the summertime, it kind of fades out. Even in the spring, that kind of fades out. But from here until Christmas, there's kind of these central focus themes and ideas going along in the background of whatever it is that you're promoting. Right. Um, And I feel like it makes content, you know, that much stronger. Oh, yeah, totally agree. Um, And so you you talked about um, kind of honing in. And I know that when it comes to seasonality, there are certain industries that are affected by it more than others, right? Um, So industries like home building, um, healthcare is is greatly affected by seasonality because you between, and and, and not necessarily for the most positive reasons, um, you know, flu uh, flu season pretty much tends to coincide with like late summer, early fall. And, you know, with people, more people on the roads during the holidays, people tend to get into more accidents, which tend to cause you to go to the, you know, go to the emergency more more room more, more often than not. Um, So, I mean, just, just, and I I bring that up to try to kind of just talk about some strategies that maybe marketers and advertisers can kind of, kind of take into consideration when you're trying to leverage that seasonality, that ebb and flow, so to speak, within your industry. So let's, 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 let's go with, let's go with education, right? So education, kids are back in school, have probably been back in school for a couple weeks now. Um, What are some kind of tactics that you can think of that, that would, be best utilize like best utilizing and leveraging that that seasonality within the education i don't want to say industry because that that that, that, that makes it weird sector. but yes yes education sector sure. <laughs> i mean is is this for like cur- this is for current students like at an ex- at an existing university i mean it could be it can be all the from from a college all the way down to grade school Right, but this is like student based, like how, right, right, how right, right, universities yeah. or schools like right. advertise basically. Well, I think like based on my experience at UCF, um, kind of just like what I was saying with social media and making content almost like more direct. I think that like if you're thinking in at UCF's really large scale university, mm-hmm. but I think it's you know, the largest getting, in the country, isn't it? Yeah, it's like one or two something largest crazy. Or second largest. Um, and you know, as a student, you're constantly going to get like promotional emails, even if you follow like any groups, like, you mm-hmm. know, 
uh, clubs and stuff on school, like they're running their whole, you know, own marketing campaigns. Um, but I think that, you know, whether you're working on social media or you're just a student that's going to university, the type of content that you're going to receive, you're going to be really, um, uh, like streamlined. So whether it's marketing towards uh, a new event on campus, like UCF does this crazy, um, like one mile long haunted trail through the woods (laughs) on like one night during, and it's amazing. It's incredible. Um, So I guess that's just like a very basic side of it, just like event marketing towards Mm -hmm. students, Mm -hmm. um, getting to be very streamlined towards like a specific uh, content themes. But I think like during the fall, like you said, it's um, you you kind of pick up on those nostalgic tones of um, like for Thanksgiving example, like people that are at school that maybe don't have the opportunity to go home. There's always some kind of outpour for Friendsgivings and universities definitely collab on that. Like I know that um, if you lived far away or weren't able to make it home for something like Thanksgiving um, at a school or university, I guarantee that there's, um, you know, the calf on campus or uh, different clubs and groups like that are kind of rallying together to provide students something like that. So I can really just speak from like a student side base. I'm not sure um, as far as talking to potential students or even like parents of future students um, just based on my own experience. Um, But, you know, another industry that I think is almost like in, eh, I want to say in control of, that would be way too too much but um you know any anything from airlines to hotel industry is widely influential during um these kind of traveling months to get home for holidays and mm-hmm. one um I, I it was this must have been a last I, I don't think it's a 2018 campaign i think this is a 2017 campaign um for hotel tonight have you ever seen their holiday marketing because it's it's amazing and it's it's complete like flip side <laughs> of like cheery i mean it's cheery it's funny it's humorous but it's not like to publics like oh i have to like dab my tears and swallow my feelings um but they basically put out stuff like um like visit instead of stay. So if you're going to go home to your grandma's house for Thanksgiving, why don't you just visit but stay with us right. at the hotel tonight? And they give kind of all these very cliche holiday things that could happen and come in. And it kind of, it's kind of that completely different voice than what we were talking about before of this warm and cozy feeling and more of like a um, maybe a check into reality for some people. Um, so, you know, I think that that's an industry that kind of swarms. Um, and they get really, they get some really great marketing out. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the visit don't stay. Just visit don't stay. Right. And those, that was that, I think that was like late 2016. Um, okay. Yeah. Those were brilliant though, because it kind of hinged. I, I, maybe that, that was almost like the, the anti-nostalgia, right? That, exactly. It's very like anti, anti, uh. So you have two different, when it comes to the holidays, you have two different ends of the spectrum. You have people who have a very Norman Rockwell kind of outlook with their family and visiting family on the holidays. You know, the people who are are used to having big families and one house and turkey dinner and everybody's just happy and all the cousins are running around and it's, it's super fun. And on the flip side of that, you know, you have like 
the you know you 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 have your everybody goes to grandma's house or wherever and you've got the weird aunt you've got the eccentric <laughs> uncle you've got like the two the two cousins that you just absolutely hate and so yeah that's i think what that, that was it was interesting that, that you didn't really see that much people hinging on the other side the not so um picturesque side of visiting family for the holidays and so i that's i think i like that most about the hotels tonight um campaign um, yeah, and like even if that of, doesn't relate to you, like even right. if you do love going to stay at whoever's house, like at least it makes you laugh and you know right. that somewhere else, someone out there is relating to it. So yeah, it's kind of fun to have that flip, right. that flip voice. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, and and it, it's it's it, my my kind of outlook on hotels tonight, and this is just a sidebar. Like it's doesn't it, doesn't it not kind of seem like a, like an ad hoc like one night stand kind of service. Like oh, you're trying to get that hotel. <laughs> Like eleven thirty five on a Thursday <laughs> Just, night, <laughs> you know. Visit, don't stay, real quick, in and out. Yeah, a little bit, but uh, a little bit because it's rare. It, it's rare that you're going to plan a, a a trip to go visit your hug. family the day of, like, and that, yeah. that like hotels tonight still kind of seems like that service. It's like, oh, I need a private place to stay, like in the next fifteen minutes for <laughs> whatever reason that may be. <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh man. So it, it was. It's interesting that they tried to kind of that like do it with family holidays. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um. So, but going going back to education, <laughs> um, you had you had mentioned it in, uh, earlier, the idea of like event based, like event based marketing, and um, mm. I I I I totally agree with that. I think if it's a situation where you're trying to kind of keep in line with what students are doing. College specifically is probably one of the last times in a person's or in a, a consumer's life, so to speak, that you mm-hmm. can you can still kind of base their 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 year on a schedule, right? Right. So you know mm-hmm. when exams are going to be, midterms, specific mm-hmm. holidays, long breaks, you know, mm-hmm. things of that nature. And so I, my, my, my advice has always been: if you're a marketer, if you're even just a content, a, a content producer or something like that, you know, go to get on like nearby college um, websites, and they usually always have this, you know, uh, available to the public. Um, but event calendars, like just their their um, yeah. academic calendar. Um, and you can get a pretty much a rundown from from beginning to end of every kind of major or minor holiday that students are going to be able to partake in and like when when kids are going to be in, out, whatever. And then you can start building an editorial calendar and content calendar behind that. Um, if you, especially yeah. if you're an industry that's specifically trying to, you know, whether, you know, not so much target students, but yeah, more or less target students um, for whether it's credit cards. I know Ikea, for example, did I saw some pre-roll mm. ads for like from Ikea. Um, I want to say it was over the summer um, where it was like to, uh, you know, a guy and a girl and she was she had just set up her dorm room and they were kind of just sitting on her bed like he was like they were looking at a notebook or something like that. And you can hear the parents, you can hear the mom's commentary <laughs> in the background as if she was kind of a a, a fly on the wall trying wow. to figure out exactly what was going on in this uh, in this <laughs> dorm room, even though it was broad daylight. They were literally just sitting there platonically. Um, but it was kind of just like that. It was hinging on that helicopter parent. Uh, mm. kind of a motif. So it's even that it, being able to kind of 
segment different types of college or school experiences within the broader industry or sector um, is, is, is something that you have to be mindful of, especially even when you're not doing any kind of advertising based on seasonality. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's really, that's great advice to, um, kind of check out not only what your consumer's interest is, but what does their calendar look like? What right. does their schedule look like? Right. Um, and kind of take it from there. Um, I just kind of, I just thought about another, um, this was like the actual very, very, I said Starbucks first, but I jumped the gun. The very first introduction to, you know, tis the season is from the very beloved Halloween Horror Nights uh, from Universal. (laughs) And... I'm very excited because I like go hard for Halloween Horror Nights when I lived in Orlando. I mean, who doesn't? And I, well, I don't know, man. Some people like don't even know what Halloween Horror Nights is, no, but I still are, get to go hard in Those are not the kind of people Halloween that we need to associate ourselves with. No, 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 absolutely not. We don't need that kind of negative <laughs> energy. But I still get to go to Halloween Horror Nights out in California, which is really, really exciting. Yeah, that's um, fantastic. And a lot of people out here like don't even know what Halloween Horror Nights is, but um, their first like announcement and introduction of like I'm sure they had a couple different one, but to, to me was hey Stranger Things haunted house is coming to Halloween Horror Nights this mm-hmm. year, and I was like oh that's huge this is amazing I can't even wait for it and kind of just the teasers all September long because I think they opened like Halloween Horror Nights September like the last couple weeks in September. Um, so just like those teasers all month long about Stranger Things Haunted House was, um, really exciting for me. And I also like really thought that the new series of Stranger Things was going to be coming out in October because it did last year. And that makes sense with this whole seasonality thing, but apparently it's coming out in the summer and I'm just like thrown off by that a little bit. Um, but yeah, very excited about Halloween Horror Nights. That's more of like a take it or leave it thing, but. Rocks. Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, I mean, speaking of which, (laughs) I think this is a perfect time to kind of dust off an oldie. Um, Take it or leave it. Uh, For those of you out there who are not familiar with this game, um, it's been a while since we've done it, but essentially it's a round robin kind of uh, back and forth where we drop. Uh, a couple of topics it could be it could be topics and in, in, in advertising specific ads or just any kind of general interest news within the industry and we pretty much decide on the spot and why um uh, whether to take it or leave it so kelsey yes are you ready to play i'm so ready oh jeez. all right here we go so first topic take it or leave it pumpkin spice everything i'm taking it for sure oh. Boo! <laughs> I knew that Brian was gonna oh be mad. Okay, okay, so so here's so, so, why. Okay, so, here's why. So I okay, need. Go ahead. I need some like. I need some guidance here. What? Okay. What is it about pumpkin as a a a a natural or artificial <laughs> flavor that? Gets people just re- Is it is it the is gets it the, the actual taste? Going. It's the what? It gets the people going. It gets the people. Go- <laughs> it's provocative. Um, yeah, I can, I can, I think I can take this one. Um, it's very much related to that nostalgic feeling. I think that you were talking about before. Like, okay. you don't really do pumpkin any other time, but like these two months, okay. like October, November. Mm-hmm. So when they're here, it's like we're gonna go for it, and then we're gonna leave it for like the other. 
10 months of the year. But right. when it's here, we're going to like rock it really hard. It's kind of like the Halloween Horror Nights thing. Like the, the reason why I get so stoked about Halloween Horror Nights is it, I literally, it happens one night every year. Right. Um, as opposed to like, oh yeah, we can just kind of go do it whenever. So f- for me, my personal thing, I, I'm not going to, okay, I'll, I'll make this statement. I'm not going to Starbucks and ordering a pumpkin spice latte, but like I will, I do bake like a lot of pumpkin spiced baked goods and stuff like that at okay. home during the season. Okay. Um, so it's not so much of like, I, I, yeah, to me it's just like, you. I'm not going to make like a pumpkin spiced baked good in July, mm-hmm. but like I'm, I can do it for two months now and like share it with other people. So it's more of like a, it is really just like a seasonality thing. Like, um, and it kind of makes the, I don't know. It's like, it's just like a cheery, like it's just, I feel like Cindy Lou Who from the Grinch. <laughs> like, it's just like, it just makes, I don't know, it's just like cheery and um, it's kind of like decorating your house. Like if you don't ever decorate, maybe Brian doesn't decorate his house, but um, (laughs) if you like put up. (laughs) No, I'm not a complete, I'm not a complete curmudgeon. Okay. Like, will you carve a pumpkin? Sure. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's like that. Like you're not going to carve a pumpkin in July. I mean, you could, but like you're probably not going to. And that's kind of how I feel about pumpkin spiced foods. And it's not just pumpkin spice, Brian. It's also like apple spiced stuff, like all of those kinds of things. And it's just, yeah, it only happens for like these two months. So you just rock it as hard as you can for those two months. And then you let it go for 10 and then it comes back and it's really exciting when it comes back around. So it's not so much the, so I think my hang up has always been, you know, the flavor. It's like, it's, so people aren't just like hankering for oh, the, the, no. the taste because it's awful. Pumpkin. Oh, no, it's not. Pumpkin. Yeah, uh, oh, first of all, yes. I mean, compared to, uh, compared to sweet, like sweet potato, like we, we have arguments every year about between sweet potato pie versus, versus pumpkin pie. And I, that will be a, an argument that will, I guess, never die. Like I, my my hangup is that the, the 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 pumpkin flavor itself is just not pumpkin is a gourd. It is a squash, people. All right, there is nothing that has ever been rewarding from the flavor department that has come from a squash or a squash like. Oh uh, my gosh, blasphemy, Brian! No. I will send you. No, I don't think baked good. I don't think baked goods travel well from California to Orlando. But I made some pumpkin bread last week, and it was a huge hit. So, well, of course, you're gonna think it was a huge hit because you made it. <laughs> other people thought it too. Who are these other people? Oh, <laughs> we need to get them dude, on the podcast today because pump, I'm pump, not buying it. I'm not buying. I'm not saying it. I don't, you should go to I store buy people, a pumpkin. People choke down you know, the the pumpkin beers and the pumpkin lattes all in the the the, the name of of the of holiday spirit. No, full well that stuff tastes like hot garbage. Oh, Brian. Anything is good with a little bit of sugar and brown sugar. I so. see, see, anything that has to be enhanced with other flavors is not good in the first place. Dude. It's like, oh yeah, pumpkin's good if you add a little cinnamon and some nutmeg. You don't like butternut squash? Sugar. No. You're masking. What? All you're Dude, doing we make, is like, masking. Squash, all you're doing is like masking sauces. the flavor of the pumpkin because you know it's trash. You know what? it's trash. Oh my God, Brian. We're going to lose viewers. <laughs> I, I mean, I, fine. I will. I will lose every <laughs> listener. I will lose all sixteen of y'all if it means I will. I will spice. gladly die on the the pumpkin spice is trash hill today. Oh like gosh. I, I'm completely comfortable wow. with that. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. 
But no, I mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. I th- it's not so much. It's not so <laughs> it much the flavor. Like it's not so much the the flavor itself. It's it's the cue. It's the that that yeah, that the time, uh, yeah, the time that, punch. that sensory cue that that pumpkin spice and apples and and foliage and cinnamon brooms yeah. and all that other stuff kind of <laughs> yeah. elicits, you know, because that and it, and it lets you know. Just like I said earlier about you know seeing the the Reese's peanut butter cup, uh, you know, commercial for the first time. That's when I knew. Uh, oh, the seasons have officially changed. Um, so I, I, I get it. I get it. It's it's whatever whatever you want to assign, whatever I, I, I you know iconography you want to assign to 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 moving into the 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 cozy season. I think pumpkin spiced whatever is is like that 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 the most popular kind of thing. So in case any listeners were confused on Brian's. Take it or leave it. Brian is going to be leaving. Yeah, I'm. Spice, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to be leaving the the, the pumpkin spice, and that's just because I, I that was that was never something that 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 was I, I assigned to the holiday growing up. Uh, I just it was never that that pumpkin spice was something that n- never really was something that kind of signified fall for me. Hmm. So I guess to each their own. Um, but um, next topic. Nightfall at 5.30 p.m. Take it or leave it. You know, I'm kind of torn on this one because (laughs) in Florida, in Florida, I would have said for sure, take it. But out here, because there's like mountains, Mm -hmm. it's like dark all the time in the winter. Not it's not we haven't really hit it yet, but like I know it's coming and Mm -hmm. people like kind of really giving me warnings. They're like, make sure you keep a lot of lights on in your house because it gets kind of depressing because it's dark all the time. And I'm like, whoa. Um, yeah, that's real life. Wow. So, so I'm not really sure. Like, I'm into it because, again, it's kind of like it only happens a little bit, so it makes you feel like a little bit more like it's the season, right? But um, I'm not gonna lie. Like, does it make it harder to get out of bed in the morning? Like a little bit, but is watching the sunrise like once you're up awesome? Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I guess I'm gonna take it, but it's kind of it's definitely not as big as an endorsement as the previous topic right but I'm, I'm still gonna take it i'm gonna take it okay um so if you would ask me this question 10 years ago i would have been mm. like leave it but because i'm old now um i am completely fine with it getting dark at 5 5 30 5 45 in the yeah, afternoon yeah it's like bedtime at like six yeah. so it's like yeah. okay yeah i'm with you on that yeah i get to I, by the time i get home um it's pretty much already <laughs> dark and I, you know, I put on, I put on my 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 sweatpants, my jammy jams, and I'm I'm completely fine with getting in bed at seven thirty, <laughs> seven thirty yeah, p.m. Just, I'm completely fine with oh. that. Um, I think it's just one of those things. Because I, I know seasonal depression is one of the is is a thing, and I know it affects people more than others. But I I, I embrace it. I embrace the dark. I embrace the night. <laughs> Um, I'm completely. If you didn't I'm, get that from his first answer, from, <laughs> no, I'm, from I'm the totally, prior I'm topic, totally nah, board. I'm just kidding. I, I would <laughs> yeah, love. I'm, I'm I've, take it I've too. always wanted to go to. Um, and what is it like? Is it Norway or somewhere close to the North Pole, um, where it's like, oh, depending yeah. on the season, it's dark like 23 hours out of the day, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. But it's not just like one day, Brian. It's like for many days. Like yeah, it's yeah. dark all the time. Yeah, for an entire like season, no? Yeah, I'm, I don't know exactly how long, but I know it's a long time. Yeah, that sounds and, like a little intense. And I think on the flip side, there's a part of the year where it's it's light. Like light all the time. Yeah. 
That like, that would be even worse. I'd rather it be dark, I think. That would yeah. trip me out if it was just daylight all day. <laughs> you got to get some vitamin D supplements for sure. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay, okay. That's all good. Right. That's good. That's healthy. That's a healthy debate. Um, so next one, adults dressing yeah. up in costumes. Adults, Absolutely. specifically adults. Taking it. Yes. Taking it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Sure. I don't think there should ever be a cutoff on when you should wear no. be able to wear costumes. Are you kidding me? No, there should be no Do age it. limit on being able to get spooky. I'll also even say it doesn't even have to be Halloween. Okay. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> so there's a difference Dude. between between costumes and fetishes. All right, and that's a no, completely I'm not different even... conversation for a different time. I'm not going there, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it doesn't have to just be on October 31st. I feel like. This this uh, adults in costumes can be right. like any time that there's an opportunity to like go in character. Well, cosplay. You go for it. Yeah, cosplay. Co- yeah, totally cosplay too. Yeah. Yeah. Co- co- I'm fine adults in costumes. Good time. Good yeah, time. I'm fine with that. Taking yeah. It. We'll totally. I'm totally gonna take adult adults dressing up in costumes. So last one though. Um, what about pets dressing up in costumes? Um, I'm I'm leaving this one. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Woo. Same, right? <laughs> yeah. So Brian was sweating. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was a little it. nervous w- about no, this. No, I'm going to leave it. But however, um, I did meet a new neighbor yesterday and she was walking her dog and her dog had on like a collar that was like Halloween inspired. And okay. I was like, that's that I was OK with that. That was, was cute. And I commented on it. Yeah, it was subtle. It was like clearly not like it like disturbing the dog like whether it had pumpkins or whatever it was on it or it was just plain black like the dog didn't know Mm -hmm. but like you know i'm just don't put your dog in a full costume man oh my god or cat or anything so much angry email this is gonna be great dude that's (laughs) fine well we got brian's pumpkin spice rant we got no pets in costumes just just trashing pumpkin spice trashing puppies in 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 costumes don't dress your pets don't dress your pets Celebrating while going to get it, celebrating the fact from... that it gets dark early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <man>. yeah. <laughs> it was great. Oh man, take it or leave it. Good time, but yeah, yeah I'm glad that we got that the, those last two peacefully. Yeah, yeah, no, our pets. Yeah, dressing up your pets in costumes. It's it's. I don't I don't want to say it's weird because that's that's being judgmental and we don't do that. This is a judge free zone here. He didn't hold um, back on the pumpkin spice. I mean, except <laughs> except when it comes to pumpkin spice. Um, but I mean, just let me let 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 that dog live. Let that cat live. That cat that that dog is descendant from from some of the most magnificent beasts of the the, the world has ever known. And and it's been now you're going to reduce it to wearing a tutu for your own yeah. entertainment so you can throw we it up on Instagram. It's crazy. No. That's crazy to me. We don't need That's to crazy. Do that. You don't need to don't spend do don't don't spend. Don't just because it's priced at five ninety nine at Target doesn't mean you need to buy that pumpkin costume no. for whiskers. You don't need to do it. You don't need to do it. I know refrain. you can get like two pumpkin spice lattes. Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Save that money and go buy yourself some trash spice lattes. Um, uh, so on that note we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this episode kelsey thank you as always for coming in and or or phoning in and 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 waxing poetic on uh seasonality and advertising and uh you know giving uh uh, pumpkin spice it's uh it's just rewards Um, so if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, be sure to send them to provoke. Uh, that's P R O V O K at evocad.com. 
And be sure to follow Evoke on uh, all of our social media accounts uh, to keep up with our contributions to the advertising world. Um, as far as today's quotes concerns, this is from Colin Nissan, uh, the famed writer of uh, McSweeney's.net, if you if you ever bookmark McSweeney's. Um, and this is kind of just like a, a slogan to kind of ring in the, the, the season. But uh, he says, uh, it's decorative gourd season, motherfuckers. And on that note, y'all take care. Mm-hmm.